today we're going to begin talking in a different area. And I trust or admonish you, those who have been with us the last several weeks, we have been talking about Holy Spirit. And we, at the end of that teaching, we went over some things that happen when you pray in Holy Spirit. And I want to encourage you as a child of God to every day spend time praying in Holy Spirit. There are things that happen for you when you pray in the Holy Ghost. And that is something that you don't want to take for granted, nor do you want to take it lightly. However, uh, today we're going to begin talking about the gospel. Will you say that? The gospel. Amen. We want to talk about God's good news. That's what it literally means in its purest form. God's good news. And here in Mark chapter 16, particularly verse 15, let's read from the New King James Version. And this is also known as the Great Commission. And let me say this. This is for every believer this is not limited to various denominations. If you are one who professes to have a relationship with Jesus, you have been called to change the face of nations. <laughs> Let me say it again. You have been called to change the faces of nations. Will you say that? I have been called to change the faces of nations. Amen. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Again, this is Jesus speaking. And notice he said, go. He's commissioning the disciples now. And now, just to piggyback off our last teaching, they were to wait for the power before they went. So notice how this ties in too. If you're going to be effective witness in changing the faces of nations, you need the person, power, influence, of Holy Spirit working on your behalf. But that word preacher, write this down, it simply means to herald or to proclaim, to announce, to herald, announce, proclaim. So it's to proclaim a message publicly with conviction and persuasion. To proclaim this gospel message with conviction and persuasion. And I submit to you, if you just declare this word with boldness, the word would do the conviction. The word itself has the power to save. <laughs> you don't have to do any convincing. You just have to believe. And, it, and, and let me say this, and when you declare this with boldness, there are going to be those who rise up against you. But you must be firm in what you believe, beloved. So here he says, preach to hurl what to proclaim a message publicly with conviction and persuasion. Here it also refers to preaching the gospel. Watch this. As the authoritative binding word of God, bringing eternal accountability to all who hear it. So all who hear this message are going to be held accountable. Uh, 
See, my job is to reclaim. Some plant, some water, but God gives increase. But once they hear it, they are held accountable. So this is not about forcing this down your throat. It is about preaching it with boldness. When I say preach, proclaiming it with boldness and allowing the word to do the rest. <laughs> so here, notice we're commissioned to go into all the world. That word world here is the Greek word cosmos, which literally means creation, the universe, the world, from which we get our English terminology, cosmetic, makeup. So that's where we get changing the makeup, changing the appearance, changing the face of nations. Why? Because we, are, we have been commissioned to go into all the world, the whole, uni the whole universe, what? And change the countenance, change the makeup with what? The gospel. <laughs> are you following me? So, again, we are, now listen, every believer is to go into every man's world, changing the faces of nations by proclaiming with conviction and persuasion the authoritative word of God. Now, of course, he who believes will be, in, or he who believes and is baptized, the next verse tells us, will be immersed, or he who is immersed, engulfed in this gospel. So, in order for this thing to be solid, you have to be immersed. And we already know throughout our teaching, in previous teachings, that right here is not talking about water. It's talking about being immersed, submersed in this gospel. So you have to be so saturated with this thing that nothing can shake your faith. And is that person, <laughs> are you here, shall be saved. But he who does not shall be condemned. Now, but before we start, before we get into this, there are some preliminaries to address before we get into God's good news, or I like to say the best news, because there's there's a lot of news, but God has the best news. God has good news. <laughs> and the reason why I say that because um, seeing Christ's involvement in creation is vital to embracing the gospel message. I'll say it again. You may want to wipe that down. Seeing Christ's involvement in creation is vital to embracing the gospel message. The reason why I say that because, one, we've been commissioned to preach the gospel. Two, uh, there are many who believe uh, in God, but there are those at the same time who deny the deity of Christ. <laughs> so they believe in God, but they deny the deity of Christ. And that's important. Are you with me? And consequently, there are those who tolerate a view of Jesus that's vastly beneath the revelation of how he is revealed in the Holy Scriptures. So a lot of people see Jesus through the same lens as they see mere man. Oh, he, oh, 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 he was just he was just a man like you and me. He was a good teacher. He was a prophet. But they don't see him as being fully God 
and fully man. So understanding Jesus' involvement in creation is essential to you receiving this gospel. Are you guys with me so far? And, and now, why is this important? Because how we view God will determine how we view life. How you view God determines how you view life. i said say it again. How you view God, your perception of God, will determine how you view life. And as we get into this teaching, this is important because, again, it's, it, it's, you're going to live based upon how you see God. And if you see God wrong, then you're going to live wrong. But if you see him in light of the truth of his word, then, of course, you're going to live right. So our view of God, again, guys, it dictates how we live. And consequently, it determines the decisions that you make. And as I stated earlier, this is not the time to vacillate between many opinions. You can look around, you can look in the world and tell that, again, we're closer now to the return of Jesus than when we first believed. This is not the time to vacillate between many opinions. If it's the Lord Jesus, let it be him. And if it's not, let those who refuse according to the word, they shall be damned. Acts 4.12. Acts 4.12. Now, this verse is, again, key to understanding the gospel. Now, there was a man who was healed, and the religious leaders were coming after the apostles, demanding, in what name was this man healed? <laughs> Tell us in whose name did you do this? Uh, and they go to say, you know, this Christ that you guys demanded be crucified and was raised by God the Father. He is the reason that this man stands healed before you today. Then he goes to say, neither is there salvation in any other name. For there is what? No other name under heaven given among men whereby or which by men must be saved. There is, neither is there what? Salvation. The Greek word, soteria. Watch this. Neither is there safety. Neither is there perseverance. Uh, neither is there prosperity. Neither is there Victory, neither is there rescue, neither is there welfare, neither is there safe from destruction found in nobody else. This is what he's saying. So I don't care who you worship, you cannot find safety in nobody else. You cannot find deliverance in no other name. No other name will rescue from destruction other than the name of Jesus. No other name will give you peace like the peace that only Christ can give. So he's just not talking about missing heaven. I mean, missing hell, going to heaven. No. If you want, if you want safety, 
You want welfare? <laughs> you want constant victory? Trust in this name. You hear? Notice and see, again, sometimes people get livid. I'm just preaching the gospel. That which I have been commanded to do. And this is why I submit to you a lot of Christians back off. You know, I don't want to offend anybody. The word itself will offend people. Why? Because they're bent on doing things their own way. You just preach the truth in love. The word would do for itself. But, but listen, don't let people back you down because you listen. Th these aren't my opinions. Take it up with the father. Are you here? See, you, you be just as bold as everybody else. Uh, being bold in whatever they believe in. But here, now listen, we're coming from a biblical perspective. There's only one, watch this, there's only one way given to us by God to be forgiven of sin, and that's through believing in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Now again, we're just laying some preliminaries. But there's only one way given to us. How many? And understanding that, you realize that there's no other person, no other method, nor ritual can give eternal life. No other person, no other set of rituals, no other systems can give eternal life other than Jesus. And here's what we have a lot of people now. They're attempting to be open-minded and tolerant. I'm not, I'm, I'm not called to be open-minded and tolerant to, those, to things that oppose the written word. As a matter of fact, we learned, learned last week that any, anybody that leads you away are thieves and robbers. When are you being peaceful with a robber? When are you? No, you're going to be aggressive. And, and, and listen, just because you and all you're doing is standing firm in the word and, and, and I'm intolerant because this is what I believe. You better, you better know and know for sure. Are you here? So there are people who are attempting to be open-minded and tolerant. Watch this. Uh, uh, asserting that all religions are equally valid paths to God. Now, again, it's a free society, free world, and you have the right to, to whatever religious persuasion. That's between you and whoever you want to worship. But that doesn't mean that those ideas are right. And here's what we have to understand. God does not accept man-made religion as a substitute for faith in Christ. I say it again. God does not accept man-made religion as a substitute for faith in Christ. God doesn't. <laughs> he has provided just how many? One way. Jesus Christ. You can see that in John 14, 16. So God does not accept man-made religion as a substitute for faith in Christ. Now, let me show you something. What I say, God does not what? Accept any other gospel or religion as a what? Substitute. 
And listen, be nice, love everybody. <laughs> but what were we commissioned to do? Change the faces of what? Nations. What? Okay, so understanding that, we have a responsibility to preach this gospel with boldness. That doesn't mean you have to be ugly. You have to be brazen. And, 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 and no, no, no. I, I can respectfully share what I believe without condemning you, berating you. And I know people of various whatevers. In, 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 in regards to what they believe, there's a lot of respect there. But they know what I believe. And my job is just to continuously walk according to this word and then let that word change the faces. Are you here? That's why it's so important, again, when you are believing God for a significant other, that we are on the same plane relative to the God that we serve. And nowadays, you do have to specify which God are you referring to. Because although there are many gods or things devoted as gods, there's only one. How about she? Living God. <laughs> Galatians 1, 6. Beginning at, no, uh, yeah, Galatians 1. Beginning at verse 6, I'm going to read all the way down to verse 12. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from whom, from him who had called you into the grace of Christ to a what? Different news, to a different gospel. Do you see this? The same thing is happening now. I'm marveled at the amount of believers in Christendom, that is, who have turned away from God in a matter of months because of a pandemic. And again, if you're not solid, beloved, you want to get somewhere and plant your feet because this is not the time to be wavering again and vacillating between many opinions. So watch out for people who say we need more than... Then again, notice he said, I marvel that you're turning away. Watch out for people who say we need more than simple faith in Christ to be saved. So, so watch out for people who add more. It, it, it's, it's, it's in the scripture what we have to do. So watch out for folk who insert more on you. What do you mean? There are additional things you have to do. There are certain requirements and rules and customs you have to, watch this, keep, that are not consistent with the scriptures. So watch out for that. 
You even see that in Christendom. You, you know, yeah, we're professing Jesus, but people are still held by customs and rituals yeah. and, and foolery yeah. that we shouldn't be engaged in. Notice he says, I marvel that you turn away so soon from him who have called you into the grace to a different gospel. Verse 7, which is not, what? Another. But there are some who trouble you and want to, what? Pervert the gospel. Oh, man, Jesus, he was just a man like you and me. There's no way he was God in the flesh. Are you here? Don't put God in a box like that. What, what about people who've never heard the gospel? What about people who live here? That's why you have been called to go there and change the faces. <laughs> go into all the universe. Well, they haven't heard it over there yet. Go. Maybe that's your assignment. Are you here? That's just like saying everybody in America worships. You know, people here worship everything, a whole lot of stuff. And just because that may be the God or the religion of that place doesn't mean that it is the God that they should be serving. Are you here? Which is not, what does the word of God say? Another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel. Twist it, and that's what people are doing now. But even if we, listen to this, or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel than what we have preached to you, let him what? Be accursed or cursed. As we have said before, so I said again. Okay, now verse 8 said, so now if, if an angel come down, have a revelation. Let him be accursed. Then verse 9, he says, as we have said before, so now I say again, if what? Anyone. So if man comes along declaring that this is the way, this, let him be accursed. Verse 10. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still seek for if I still please men, I would not be what? About, see, you're not in this to please men. My job is to proclaim the truth of God's word. Are you with me? See, if, if, if you're trying to please man, then again, you'll start asserting and, and uh, agreeing to the idea that perhaps there are other avenues. And if they were, they would be written. Are you here? Verse 11. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached to me is not according. Notice, this is it's not according to man. In other words, this is not man-made religion. Man didn't, this is not something man came up with. For I neither received it from man nor was I taught it. But it came how? Through revelation of Christ. So, so and, if you, and if you look at verse 13 down, he begins to share his former conduct in Judaism and how he at one time, he was persecuting the church of God, ordering people killed, trying to destroy believers. Are you here? Then he goes on to say how he was more advanced than his counterpart, than his uh, contemporaries, until what? He had an encounter 
with the Lord. And that's how most people are. They fight, kick, and rebel until they have an encounter with the Lord. And maybe, I submit to you, more people would accept him if they quit trying to resist him and just say, Lord, if is there something to you, show yourself to me. And I rest assured, he will do it. Are you here? Ask a man. And see, here's, here's the notice. So here we see that there is what? No other gospel. So the gospel that we should maintain and stick with is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are you here? And one of the mystifying things about religion, and watch this, is, is the more you try to reach a place of satisfaction, the more dissatisfied delusional or unrealistic you become because you never get to that place of serenity. Why? Because it's not a place that you can reach on your own. How? Why? Because you don't know if you're good enough or not or if you did enough or not. So you keep trying only to find out you're all the more exhausted. So you do what? You do more in hopes that you'll get there. But when you get there, only to realize, dang, I still haven't. Have I done? Jesus said, in me, you might have peace. <laughs> then another place he says, in this, uh, uh, if you, I would keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. And, and, and when I say religion, I'm talking about man's pseudo-intellectual Bible and philosophies, man-made religions, man-made institutions. Then another a good, a good uh, barometer to let you know that you are in religion. In religion, watch this, man is the aggressor, and the deity is the beneficiary of men's efforts, sacrifices, or good deeds. I say it again. In religion, man is the aggressor, and the deity or the God is the beneficiary of men's efforts, sacrifices, and good deeds. So in religion, you do all the work. And the God is appeased. Whereas in Christianity or serving Jesus or having a relationship, Jesus is the aggressor and man is the beneficiary. So Jesus does all the work and you are the recipient. Are you here? That's why the Bible clearly states that there's nothing that we can do in our own to make ourselves right before God. Why? Because he is the aggressor. And you just have to receive from, oh man. And having a relationship is understanding, or having a relationship with Jesus is understanding that what he did for us, we cannot do for ourselves. So when you are in a relationship, Jesus is the aggressor. 
That's why he was wounded for your, uh, your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. And by his stripes, you. Who else did that? See, in religion, you take the stripes. You take the pain. You do it. You do it. Only to find out it's only making things worse. Are you here? So let's, first point, again, in order to really take hold of this gospel, we have to see Jesus in the beginning. So let's see Jesus in the beginning. <laughs> because you can't preach the gospel effectively while denying the person of Jesus. Not this gospel. Are you here? And I submit to you, much of what we've been seeing has not been the gospel. <laughs> We're preaching but what we hear is everything, notice a lot of stuff centered on the individual. You're getting more money, more houses, more cars, more things. God bless, God's not opposed to you having things, but, but the focus is on what you're getting now, what you're getting this year in 2021. You can get everything you didn't get last year. And, and, and there's really not a lot of attention on changing the faces of nations. We're too busy trying to get bigger stuff. And know where to put it. Then the the even more alarming part, when the Lord bless you, we don't even give him credit and, and use it as a testimonial of his goodness. Girl, look what I look what I done got. Look what I did. I was better than that, guys. He's better than that. Okay, they really got quiet. Seriously, listen to a lot of the messages. We still, you hear people still preaching. You already delivered. Why I'm still preaching deliverance to you? That's what sote real means. Deliverance. And when you understand that I walk from his faith, don't worry about how you feel and how things look now. Things are progressively changing by the very second. So why am I still preaching you being delivered? You coming out. You should already be out. Now that doesn't mean things won't try to come against you. But aren't you already fighting from his victory? So and it's almost like there's no time to get out here and change the face of nations because we're still preaching to folk who should already be healed, be healed, be delivered, be set free. This is not based 
on a feeling. Whether you feel free or not, if you know that he has set you free, free I is. And see, again, man is trying to get you to a place to feel something and be something and not even realizing I'm already free. Uh-uh. You see, last night, you said, I ain't worried about last night. I'm healed. I'm righteous. God sees me as holy. See, again, that's why, again, your view of God has to be right. And when your, your perception of God is right, and know that Jesus is the aggressor, and I receive it by faith, man. It's not contingent upon all this other stuff you're trying to, and perhaps that's why many haven't come out, because people keep preaching them in. So if God said I'm delivered, how many times you got, I mean, I got to hear that, how many Are you here? So what's the motivation behind? We're talking about the gospel. See, the good, the good news of God is he set you free. Stay free. That's, I don't need to hear that but one time. How many times I got to hear that? Are you here? What are we just listen to a lot of the messages. And, and, and if they're not geared on you being delivered, it's geared on you about to get yours. And nothing, and hear, hear what I'm saying, but is that the gospel? Especially when you're not telling me that it takes money and people to fund the gospel. Yeah, you're telling me I'm getting mine, but there's no, okay, God is going to advance you whereby you can be an avenue to help advance the kingdom. No, it's advancing you for the sake of, hey, now, you know, I told you I was going to get it. So we know how to support foolishness, but not the kingdom. Because people haven't been taught what the money's for. Just get it. For what? Just, just, just get it because it's yours and you have a right to it. And the Lord said he'll bless you. We got to do better. I'm not saying all what we're hearing is not the gospel, but a whole lot of what, we, what people are saying is the gospel is not, in fact, the gospel message. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and most, or you hear a lot, is geared toward emotions. See, I got you buttered up now. Now let me do a big offering. Because your emotions are. Tell the truth. Play them games here. We don't do that. You're either going to trust God or you're not. 
So I don't have to, I don't have to butter you up, get you soft like a sponge. Now let me hit them up for some money. That's the devil. There's ways you can do it without manipulating people. That's what I'm saying. So whoever want to contort that, you don't have to manipulate people into honoring God. As a matter of fact, when you get behind this, those who say they're called, this is not somewhere you want to get behind and play and use. To, this is not a place of entertainment. You don't get into, well, first of all, if God didn't call you, stay out of it. This portion of it, but this is not something you do for the entertainment because it looks lucrative, because it looks good. That's not why you do it. Are you here? And just think about it. Let's just, just think of some of whatever, whoever you watch. A lot of the tension is on. I mean, we we we've done been repaired, broken, repaired, broken, repaired. But we we I'm, we we should just you rep- realize you repaired, stay repaired. Yeah. And, and it's almost like the same ones. They build you up, rip you down. Build you up, rip them down. See, see I got to keep now. Now what? Now I, I, I got a hold on you now. See, I, I, I got you now. Now you manipulated. I got you under the spell, as they say. Because I don't want you. I really, I don't want you too free. I, I got to exert some control over you. The devil is a liar. It, it, Matter of fact, if you somewhere worshiping and you feel that, you need to ask the Lord, where am I to be? Because it ain't about dictating and controlling people. Are you here? Matter of fact, I can't control none of y'all anyway. Y'all, God can't control y'all. So I, don't, I ain't never wasted time trying to do it. And what I mean by that, you are a free moral agent. God's not going to impose his will on you. God can't, God do control where everybody at in the body of Christ. They, all the churches up and running like they should be because God controlling people. See, that was a revelation for me a long time ago when I realized, Lord, these folk ain't doing what you're saying. So why in the world am I going to pace the floor at night? Hey, I love you. I preach the word to you. But when I go home, do, hey, I just trust you doing the word. I'm not worried about who doing whatever. That, that, why I'm, now I'm meddling. I ain't got time to think about who you, uh, whatever with, what you doing. Did he slip back and is he back on that again? I, hey, man, I know this gospel has the power to deliver. I trust the word. And you keep telling, the, well, pastor, how can, well, here's, what, what do I do? I say, you keep telling yourself, I'm delivered. I'm set free. That's what you do. So look at yourself and say, I'm going to remind my, I'm going to remind myself that I'm free. That's how you do that, man. Who the sun sets free. See, that, that, see that's the part we, we don't realize. Who the sun sets free. 
is free. And put that up. Was it eight thirty two, John? Do the amplified version. God is real, guys. So we want to see Jesus in the beginning. Watch this. Okay. No, what is that? And you should know. No, that's not it. Uh, uh, and you shall. Who the sun sets free? Is it uh, John eight? Uh, John. Put it up there. Who the sun set free? It's free indeed. Now, all you who help me when I'm preaching, this is why I need your help. Oh, okay, there it go. I knew it was John 8 something. There it go. Who the sun sets free. Uh, so if the sun makes you free, then you are what? Unquestionably free. What does that mean? See, unquestionably free. Again, don't look at how you feel. Don't look at how things look. You go with, if Jesus say I'm free, I'm free. Even when your peers and those who are around you say that you're not, you have to remember, I am free without question. Now, John 1, let's see Jesus in the beginning. Now, what we're going to do here, the word of God lets us know by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word should be established. So we're going to just walk through the scriptures and see Jesus' involvement from the beginning. Because when you deny him of who he is, you deny him when you just reduce him to mere man and yeah, he was a prophet. Yeah, he was a good teacher, but he was also God in the flesh. Are you here? In the beginning was the word and the word and the word in the beginning was the word. Now, in the beginning, we're not talking about in the beginning in the sense of Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit coming into existence. They have always existed from eternity's past. There is no ending or beginning with him. In the beginning as we know it. The earth, creation, that sort of thing. Are you here? But not beginning for him. He's always been. But in the beginning was the what? Word. And the word was with God. And the word and the word the word was who? What was the word at? In the beginning. He was in the beginning with God. See, we're starting to see verse 3. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was, nothing that was made was what? Made. Verse 14. And the word became flesh. Do y'all see this? 
and dwelt. Do you see this? The word that was in the beginning, that was God, became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. <clears throat> so here already we're beginning to see that the word, which we come, out, come to find out was Jesus, was where? In the beginning. And the word was with God. In the beginning, God said, let us. Okay? And the word was God, and the word became flesh. If this message has been a blessing to you, and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.